Let's call this trip the make your own fun trip. Yeah. Take something that wouldn't normally be fun <laughs> and try to remix it. But we, it was so, like we were never bored. We entertain each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Fallon Peterson. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. And I'm Joy Louvier, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. BC Cuties, Hampton University. I know. We lived in the dorm rooms next to each other, so we shared a wall. So we would do a lot of communicating, the knocking by the wall to say when we were ready to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and there was, like, signals for our knocks. Like, certain, we came up, I think it was you who said, this knock means let's go eat. Oh, yeah. This knock There's means, like, rhythms. Boop, like, boop, different boop, things. Boop, yeah. I always joke with her. You from Cleveland and you do stuff different. Her knocks even sounded different. I'm from rural Pennsylvania. It was a little different. Mine would be like. Hers would be like a beat. I'm like, this is not yeah. <laughs> the same. To make sure you heard it. She came with a little more soul to the situation. You don't even want to know what happens it's, now, even though we're apart. It's a lot. <laughs> Daily calls, voice notes. If I have to complain about something, I have to send Fallon a voice note. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And you don't want to know those. Those aren't, I don't think, Those are not appropriate. <laughs> we're going off about something. Yeah. We're stressed. There's something at work, whatever. So it very much feels like we sometimes do live in the same city, even though we don't see each other. So I was living like as a nomad, like traveling around the world and being in random countries for different amounts of time with a couple bags. And I've been doing that for about three and a half years. I didn't know where I was going to settle for a while, but right before I moved to Dallas, like some family were getting sick and like older relatives. I just was like, oh, maybe I should like spend this time being around them and being close to them. So I was like, okay, let me just stay in Dallas for a couple of years. Yeah. And then as soon as I moved into my apartment six weeks later, the entire city shut down and I was sitting in the middle of it with no balcony, no friends. No man. My job hadn't done this mandatory two-week break. So, like, because of the pandemic, they were losing money. This was the summer of 2020, and they were trying to—this was a way that they could recoup money. So you had to use your PTO, and then if you didn't have enough for the two weeks, you didn't get paid for the days. So it was a mandatory, like, everyone had the exact two weeks off. So I think, like, I called her in a panic, like, what do I do at this time when nothing's open? I hadn't flown yet. She was willing to fly. And I had only been in Dallas for a few months at that point. So it was still new to the city and wanted visitors. But I don't think I felt comfortable getting on a flight myself. So I think that's what we agreed on, is that she would come to me even though it's stupid because she still got on the flight and then it like exposed herself to me. So I might as well have gotten on the flight too, but whatever. It but made sense at the time. But let's stop. When, when I did arrive, I literally <laughs> was greeted at the door and was told to derobe. Like literally, take, <laughs> take all this all off, your clothes. go get in the shower. <laughs> and it was like, I, I don't know. even get a hug. I didn't even hug her. And like, she was very upset about that. And I heard about that for months after. Yeah. Are you okay but, about it now? I feel better. Okay, good. But yeah, it was the pandemic. We were like, we want to go somewhere, but it doesn't make sense. We don't want to fly anywhere, but I'll fly to you yeah. and then we'll drive somewhere. Well, a lot of things weren't open. Like even if That's we had true. gone to Vegas, New Orleans, it, they weren't what they're supposed to be. So yeah. yeah, this just was like, we'll just kind of do these little road trips and then a big one. 
Let's take a quick second to talk about options. Now, I wish I had more options for using my PTO that didn't involve driving. I'm talking international, honey. Like booking a first-class ticket to Amsterdam or diving into the beautiful waters of Mozambique. But you know, we do what we can with what we got and we make the best of it. That's why the State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. And it comes with a lot of benefits like getting the coverage you want at an affordable price that works for you and a policy that helps cover the important things in your life. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm Personal Price Plan. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability and eligibility may vary. Now back to the show. On a road trip, you need a car. I flew from Cleveland to <laughs> Dallas to Joy, who did not own a car yet. So car. we walked to the car rental place. <laughs> You're so salty and about I'm that. And I'm still mad about this because she was, she was like walking everywhere and... That's, which is fine. It's good. I was used to doing that. That's the lifestyle I had been living for years. So it didn't phase me. But this one over here. And it was hot as hell. So we walked. Yeah, it was July. This, like this distance <laughs> to get the car to then go on this road trip. I think the other thing, though, when we were driving to New Mexico, I was like, I can drive. And you were like, I'm just so used to driving on my own and going on like road trips by myself. I'm always I had home. to convince you, it's okay, I can drive. To release control. Yeah, and then you're like, no, but you flew here. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? I didn't fly the plane. Well, I just have, like, etiquette of when someone <laughs> is the one extending themselves to see you, you tend to do some extra things to say thank you. Which is very true. You but Make sure you have food in your fridge. You might take them to dinner, do something. No, I think that's right. But when the trip is, like, 11-plus hours— <laughs> I was like, like, I got it. I can do I'm it. I'm like, I can do it too. Like, I don't mind. Well, and she also knows I do not like driving. The irony of all of this plan is like, I don't like driving 20 minutes up the road. <laughs> I'll complain about it and send three voice notes about how horrible the 20 yeah. minute drive was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the parking lot of this mall and I'm just driving around. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good in the car. That's just, I just don't enjoy it. It doesn't feel freeing to me or anything like that. I have to say, though, for this trip, when you're driving in the middle of nowhere, it tends to be beautiful. Yeah. And and a little common because you're you, there's nowhere to turn unless off a cliff. And to, <laughs> oh my into gosh. the desert. And, and then you see all the cows and all the cow farms. Yeah, and you're scenery. like, you feel like you're at home, don't you, Fallon? Because there's cows here. Cows, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I do not live in rural Ohio. Whatever, it's Ohio, it's cows. That's, anyone listening knows that that's what Ohio is known for, just saying. Cows. No. Cleveland rocks. Anyways, <laughs> move it. <laughs> we drove to Austin first because we were going to stay a few nights in Austin. You hadn't been to Austin before, no. right? Yeah. So, but it was pandemic Austin. So in hindsight, once again, why did we do this? For the food. For the food. Oh, yeah. We're very food-oriented, food-centric. We don't miss meals. Um, it's like the highlight of our day. So we know, you know, most people know Austin is known for great food, and they have, like, great chefs. Mm-hmm. Only thing we really planned was the food. I feel like 
We like yelped that? or we made a list of places. Like you made a where, list. Okay, that it, maybe it was definitely me. more of a you thing. It probably was when you weren't letting me drive. I had to find something to entertain myself. <laughs> like oh look, that's what you did. You literally told oh, me look up. look up places for us to eat. Here's your <laughs> like, assignment. To, it's not give you. Let me give her I something just let to you do. Drive. I don't like driving. I don't know why. Just even finding somewhere to eat that wasn't like Wendy's. <laughs> really tough we're like fine dining girls okay mm-hmm. we're oyster girls yes. we're give us a bowl of mussels yes like something a lobster tail lobster we tail love seafood but we did find this place called was it called Pasiana? Pasano cafe which had in actual las cruces was really good delicious a pecan salad and mm-hmm. some type of pecan dessert my favorite was the green chili, hatch green chili burgers at this place called Jake's in Las Cruces. It's like oh, yeah. really well known there. It's this like rickety, raggedy old drive through. But you gotta eat And there. we stayed in that drive through for at least an hour. Yes. It was like, I don't know if anyone was working. Were they taking a nap? Did someone step out to go run an errand and come back? But the line just kept building. And by the time we got it, I mean, the hype of it all, right? Sitting that long. And it was really good. I don't even remember that. I remember the line, but I don't remember the food. But I also don't eat spicy food, so I probably didn't. It was get a it. good. It was a good amount of spice, yes. But I loved it so much, and I'm not a huge spice person. But I loved it so much that then we went to the local grocery store, and I found like jars yes. of green. I do remember ha- that. chilies, hatch chilies that are known for in New Mexico, and brought them home, and I still use them actually. We wanted to go to see the White Sands. Then it's like a national park, I think technically actual white like hills of sand beautiful so beautiful so that was like our goal and Fallon is a fashionista and she's like really good with the imaging right now that's her vibe so pictures like anything around pictures to her is very serious as a traveler I also enjoy nice pictures so for us this was an aesthetically pleasing trip so and you have a professional camera. So we yeah. had to take advantage of that. Nikon gang gang. And, um, but we have to, okay, so Joy, again, she's like, we have to go when the sun is setting. So let's paint the scene. We have hardly no gas in this car because we're like, oh, we have enough. So we're like, okay, let's go out to, Los, uh, to the, the, do, the dunes. And we're like, we can make it. And then there's border patrol out of nowhere. And I'm like, Aren't we still in the United States? Encountering border control when you don't expect it is terrifying. It's like yeah. accidentally running into a group of FBI agents. Like, yeah. No, thank Do you. I have the documents? I'm black. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's also talk about that. It's 2020. We're in let's, a rental car that yeah. has California the life, a California plate. Yeah. So we look like we've been on a road a while. Yeah. <laughs> Not just from Texas. Yeah. There's a lot of elements. We've and we nervous. love to watch prison shows, just all of those things together. And then seeing Border Patrol was Yeah, kind of, we're very tapped into the mm-hmm. <laughs> law, law and order. Yes. Vincent and Stabler right yes. here. I'm definitely Stabler. Because if someone's going to lose their cool, it's going to be me. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Vincent is more thoughtful, level-headed, the calm center, usually calming Stabler down historically. I can, Seasons past of Law <laughs> I can, I can, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. But anyways, but you're like, we have to get there. We have to be there when the sun sets. 
Mm-hmm. So we were on a mission. So we didn't have time to stop and get stop gas. for gas because there's not, it was so deserted. There's not gas stations easily available to just take you, okay, four minutes in and out. No, it would have been a whole journey. So we just had to put faith in the car. We also had to outdrive the rain because it was like a rainstorm coming. Remember? Oh my God. Yes. It was like a cloud following us. Yeah. And it was like you would. It would like rain on this side, and then we the- and then we would get in the car, we drive further, and then get out the rain and take the picture again. But then we didn't have gas, and so I'm like, we need to stop doing this. Okay, and then the park closes at a certain time, yes. and it gets pitch black out there. So we're like, are we gonna be stuck here? Who's gonna come save us? God, I feel like I'm nervous just talking about it. Like okay. I feel pressure right now. Like, are we gonna make it? But we did. We got those pictures, and they are dope. If I have to say so myself. Yeah. Shout out to your camera. So at this point, we're like. Probably 40 minutes outside of Las Cruces. So we were taking these pictures and just trying to get as much in before dark. There wasn't anything to do. <laughs> no, there was <laughs> no. nothing. Now, I was told by a family friend, like, oh, it has little markets. Like, it's this quaint little New Mexico town. Like, But none of that stuff was open because there was a pandemic raging. In total, we were in the car from Dallas to Austin, Austin to New Mexico, then New Mexico Back to Dallas. Back to Dallas. Probably a good 23 hours in the car together. Maybe more. Because I gave, you know. I'm shocked we're still friends. <laughs> I think the pandemic in general made us closer as friends. We had known each other 15 years. We have moments where we kind of. Don't talk were, as much. Yeah. You were in multiple different countries, but. Then we came back and did this long road trip. We're together every day for 11 days (laughs) straight. I think us just going on a random road trip was just the start of being very intentional with our relationship, at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I There's not many people like I would say, oh, I just want to go someplace and have no plans. Like normally. You can't have no plans with a lot of people. Like, a lot of the time, it's like, we're going here. This is what we're going to do. But it was not like, oh, we have to pick up and do something every day. And it's times like that. It's like you literally talk about everything, yeah. especially when you're sitting in the car and the playlist gets old and you can only listen to so much Mariah Carey. Uh, that was a personal uh, attack. Okay. But anyways. You're ruining the Tinder moment. By I'm sorry. But definitely, it was a great, I would recommend it to anyone who has a friend. This episode of Roundabout was hosted by me, Joy Louvier, and my amazing friend, Fallon Peterson. I also host a show called Work Stories, where women of color talk about their workplace experiences. You can find Work Stories wherever you're listening to this podcast. For ACAST Creative, Shante Howell is our executive producer. This episode was reported and written by Shante Howell and Ariana Thomas, with podcast art by Emma Spellacy. For DCP Entertainment, Ryan Woodall and Adele Coleman are our senior producers. And for State Farm, a special thanks to Christine Williams, Mariana Rutledge, and Daniela Sampaio. Sampaio.